Hey guys, it's me, Gilmi here. A little bit of a longer intro there, but I love <laughs> one more ast astronaut by I, I Mother Earth. Jeff brought it up, and I can't can't remember how much I love some uh, some of the '90s music here. Anyway, this week my guest is Jeff Quimasco. He is a triathlete. He is an old friend I've known for about 20 something years now, and just had a fantastic talk here talk with him about just catching up on times of old how it's how it's like like being dads now and how life life changes from one day to the next and couldn't let you in on something that he he said during this it was actually kind of heart heart warming the guy almost had me in tears tears a few times one when he brought up my uncle don he was uh, my uncle don's passed away way years ago now but i still think about him pretty much every day he's just one of those guys that really affects your life we'll go into a, the an uncle don podcast one one day that's the uh, that's the uh, plan just get some friends to some friends and family to say a few comments here a few comments there about him but getting off the topic here back to jeff he is a triathlete. He is a father. He is a, a nuclear technician up at the Bruce Power Plant. He has the same job as Homer Simpson, which I find very, very cool. And more funny than cool, but yeah. And it's just really enjoyed enjoyed talking to him for the first time in a long time. Just kept catching up. Uh, this was the first one I'm planning on doing with some of my old high school bed buddies, getting back in contact with with them, seeing what they're all doing doing now, because they're mostly all all dads, or they're doing some some cool things. Like one of them's a nuclear technician, one of them's a photographer, one's a city planner, one is uh, is a whole bunch of bunch of things what they're doing now, and it's just really glad to be talking to these guys here again. And been working on the podcast more and more i get a few uh got a few more interviews lined up with some some nice uh, people interesting it's very very cool i'm really loving doing doing the podcast for you guys and hopefully if some some you guys are enjoying listening listening to and here we go Good morning, good evening, good night. This is Gomi from Gomi Talks again, and I have another fantastic guest here. Um, it is my my old high school buddy Jeff Cromasco. He has a very interesting job. He has he's a triathlete. He's my Clash of Clans leader, and I have some uh, 
questions from my son my son uh, son for you that should be uh, be be interesting this is my first uh, online interview so should be should be fun and yeah hey jeff say hi hello this is jeff yep <laughs> all right let's get get right in, in the, into it he was he was asking me all about uh, what kind of stuff i what i use for the podcast I use Audacity for for editing. I just use my my phone audio recorder to record right now. All my transferring software, I try to I try to use uh, anything online that's free. So because I am extremely cheap, and then I, I put it on Pod Podbean and it's uh, great. And then I can share it on Facebook. Actually, today I just set up the Gilmy Talks Facebook account. Oh yeah. Yep. Nobody nobody's on on it yet, but. Hi, <laughs> um, sorry, Kat, my lovely wife is just going back to back to uh, back to work there. Oh, good. Oh yeah, so we're we're free to uh, chat. All right, first I'm gonna get James's questions in there because he reminded me about 17 times this morning. Um, okay, hit me. All right, why did you create the clan? My brother created the clan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. I think he, I don't know why, he had a girlfriend, I think, in it, uh, that he played with, and so we created a clan, yep. just because they wanted to start one. Then they recruited me, then I usurped his power and took it over. Yep. Mostly he got bored of Clash, I think. But. Yeah. Hey, man, it's, uh, sometimes I, I I play a lot for a week, and then I like click, and I'm on for like two or three times a, or a week. It's, yeah. it, it's up and up and down. He wants to know why the name is Charles Barkley. I think, uh. It was the first thing that popped into my brother's head, and if you know my brother, those yep. things that pop into his head are few and far between, so <laughs> went with it. All right. And how much money have you spent on Clash of Clans? Me? That's almost em- embarrassing. I would say probably upwards to 100 to 150 bucks over the course of however many years. Yeah. How many years have we played? Two? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think... probably about that. Yeah, I think I'm. How easy it is to spend money on your phone when you're playing these Google Play games, and you just hit. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yep, and then you see the Visa receipt at end of the month. What the hell did I buy this for? Yeah. Uh, No. Bucks on imaginary gems. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I actually bought. uh, I think I'm about seventy-five, and then I disconnected the Visa from it because I'm like. Oh, I just need this. Okay, da 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 da. Yeah. Actually, it might have been Catherine who disconnected the visa, to be totally honest with you. But, alright. Well, I, I try to, like, I give myself a bit of spending money every couple of weeks, and that's what I use. But I would say 150 is probably the low side. It's probably upwards more like two when I think about it. Yeah. So. No, I think I was at 75, and then I uh, backed off. Yeah. Just um, because. Just because I don't want to spend tons and tons of money on an online online game, I did that with RuneScape back back in the back back in the, oh, yeah, in the I day. Remember you playing that? Yeah, and now I don't. I think Clash is the only thing I really play anymore for video games. Oh uh, yeah, I I have a Steam account still, but I haven't been on playing games like like that since World of Warcraft really. And uh, now it's like triathlons and family life consume my time, so I don't have the time to just sit and play a game for six hours like I used to. Yeah. That's that's what's nice about Clash. You can hop on in five minutes, hit someone, hop off. Yep. 
Yeah, I well, I actually really, really, really enjoy that game. And if anybody wants to join our clan, it's Charles Barkley. Uh, I think our flag's yellow and black. Yeah. <laughs> or just only, hit. Only good people should join, though. Oh yeah. Although we kind of just suck. <laughs> um, lately, we are on a losing skid. I think we won what one out of our last ten wars. <laughs> yeah, we're good. One out of ten, we're good for. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, a couple questions for you about the whole triathlete thing. See, I got a paper. I have actual questions. Oh, okay. Remember, I'm just an amateur triathlete. So. Yeah, I know. Hey, you're you're. I'm not a professional podcaster either. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yep. Is there such a thing? Colt Cabana. That's about it. No, like uh, Jericho does it. Hi, Katie. Katie. Oh, she's Katie in the headphones. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said hi. See, that's the joys of. Uh, of editing i can take all my stupid shit out actually editing editing is pretty cool i can take take my speech and my speech impediment out mm-hmm. <laughs> he's waving oh did she like yeah okay. <laughs> is your wife still knit lots yep she crochets as yeah. much as she possibly can loves it we still got those pants kicking around oh yeah yeah i'll get her That's to make it more art. yeah it's actually it's actually coming coming back she's That's looking good. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, my hearing's shit. Okay, too much guitar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, my right ear is down to about 20, 20, 20%. Mm. Getting old is awesome, eh? <laughs> we'll be 40 soon, man. I know, that's scary as, scary as fuck. Yeah. I remember when, uh, when we were kids, and like 40 seemed so far away. Well, I still feel like I'm, I need to grow up. Like I haven't grown up yet. Like I look at adults around me. It's like, oh, when will I be an adult? <laughs> yeah, like um. And oh God. Most of them that I'm looking at. <laughs> I I had the kid at work actually asking. So what's what's being being a grown up like? He's he's all of sixteen, and I'm just like I I don't know. Um, I still collect toys. <laughs> I am I'm the wrong guy to ask. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Like how old are you? Question. And then you tell them you're in your mid thirties, and they're like, whatever. You know? <laughs> I kid you not. I got I got ID'd on yeah. uh, fucking buying wine. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still have a baby face too. So. Yep. People yeah. Don't believe I'm as old as I am, or that I have three kids. Yeah. Um. I got I got asked if how 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 babysitting's going. James just yeah. looks up. Dad, what the hell are they talking about? Oh, he <laughs> says heck. He says heck. What the heck? Because yeah. he's ten and he likes to uh, use use language now, as I say, and I'm like, well, I tell him my line is swearing is what you do when you have nothing better to better better to say. Yeah. And pretty much. And when I'm not around him, I swear like a a sailor. All right. It's a multi-purpose word. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, because fuck is I think everyone's favorite language in. Favorite word in the English uh, English language. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Uh, off to some of the questions. What made you wanted want to start try uh, being a triathlete? Because people don't just wake up and say, "Hey, I want to do the most physically grueling thing on the planet that I can possibly die during." <laughs> people do die. That's true. Yeah. Um, I was actually researching some shit, and this is some pretty hard hardcore stuff you're doing, man. 
It's what yeah. what the Iron Man to hundred hundred and four, hundred four miles. Uh, hundred forty if you do hundred forty. So okay. I'm not at that stage yet. I've done uh, some low like some sprint triathlons and Olympic triathlon. Okay. And then this year I'm doing a half Ironman, which is a seventy point three, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's like a two k swim, um, in around a ninety k bike. And then a half marathon run at the end. Yeah. So, you know, you're talking about anywhere from if you're good to like a four and a half hour maximum output to six and a half hours of being out on that course. Whereas, you know, with full Ironman, you just double that. But what got me into it was being at work, uh, back on shift. There's a few guys that do it. And I think part of it was I just wanted to fit in with some people. And then another thing was I was bored of lifting weights. Yeah, because you know, you've always been a physically active active guy. I've yeah, I've like, never that's been. That's something I've been reflecting on actually the last week was like I've been exercising in one way or another since uh, about two thousand and one. Yep. Or two thousand. Even and most of it was weights, but then like I had like that big squash kick for two years where I was just like playing squash nonstop, and I always enjoyed riding a bicycle. But uh, so this guy just. He's a big-time Ironman. Like, he's done 10 full Ironman kind of thing. And uh, he's the guy I work with at the panel at the nuke plant there. So he started talking about it, and then I got interested and just gave it a try. And that's what that's how you start. It's called Try a Try. Yeah. So I did two of those last year, and I really liked it. I enjoyed the training because what the training does is it gets you outside lots. And yeah. that's one thing I really enjoy is just being on the road, running, biking, or actually surprisingly in the lake swimming. Yeah, because you're you've always been a, an an athlete of sorts. Me, I've whenever I do exercise, it's for a purpose. It's getting to or from somewhere. It's like riding riding a bike. Which in the spring, I'm actually gonna be buying 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 a better bike 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 again, so I can start. Like my work's on the other side of London, so that's yeah. about an hour there, an hour back. That's yeah. like one of the best ways to break up your work day. I find riding your bike in and back from work i used to do do that when i worked at mcmaster oh yeah oh it was just wonderful until i had a big accident but <laughs> yep um yeah yeah you remember when i ran 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 into the truck there too so yeah your accident yeah. were you hit or were you were you stupid like me and forgot to forgot to put your feet on the ground to use them as brakes I was racing a car on my bicycle being a dink and then I took a corner hard and the pedal hit the ground, lifted me up and kind of woke up a bit like a few seconds later on the ground in the curb but I blew my shoulder pretty hard had some road rash mm -hmm. probably looked like a clown and then I walked home oh, yeah. <laughs> with a broken bike <laughs> yeah, um, road rash sucks <laughs> yeah there's no nice way to uh, rip off rip off the skin from your legs or elbows or no i couldn't like overhand throw a baseball for i don't know couple couple three years after that yeah. yeah uh when you are when you are training what were you were you were you eating just normal were you counting calories were you just be like what was uh day-to-day -day eating 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 like same old same old or yeah that's one thing where i haven't altered uh i still pig out on junk and beer and stuff if i want to take it to the next hey, level i think that's something i have to address beer is not delicious I'm sorry <laughs> beer is not bad it's delicious it's delicious yes well that's why i enjoy it yep and uh oh. so i do track my workouts and i know how many calories i've burnt 
And that's one thing where when I start running really hard, I can't necessarily keep up on the calories, so I just eat what I want. Yeah. You know, like I a run, you're burning 700 calories an hour on a run. Yep. And when you do that for five or six hours a week, like that's a pretty big deficit you got to make up or you're yeah. going to lose weight. And that's what happened is I, like I started doing tries. I was 180 pounds and now I'm down to about 160. Oh shit. Man. Just from like almost pure accident. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I can have that. I'm at about 225. Oh. Yep. Well, started doing tries, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I do DDP yoga and. I'm actually going to go see my doctor on the 3rd and hopefully get the okay for running uh, with a brace on. Oh yeah, you got knees that hurt? Yep. Um, yeah, did I tell you I destroyed it in Cuba about 10 no. years, a- years ago? No, not 10. Like you might have told me, I don't know, 10 years yeah. ago. It's hard for me to remember yeah. everything. So. <laughs> um, I, I, I have trouble what I just had for lunch. I can't recall. Oh, eggs. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I fell down a mountain in Cuba on the honeymoon about 15 years back. Okay, this does sound familiar, yes. And um, so my knee's been giving me trouble a lot the past three three months. Yeah. Doesn't help that I'm on my feet for 12 hours hours a day at work, so. Yeah, for sure. But I'm pretty sure she's going to tell me, hey, you got to lose about 20 to 30 and then, but I'm hoping I lost enough that I can start running it running again yep because for sure i'll come out and do a half marathon with you or something oh no i'm just gonna try to run run to the stoplight first <laughs> yeah well, that's how you start right then all uh, of a sudden you I run know. 5k and you're like oh that was fun yeah then you bring it up that's what happened to me i ran like the try tries were like i don't know two or three k after you do the swim and bike Mm-hmm. And then I I made it a goal for Terry Fox. I wanted to run the 10K. So I started building to the 10K. I'd run like, you know, 6K. And then the next week I'd run like 7K. And then I built up to 10K. And I was like so happy when I ran that 10K at the Terry Fox. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, buddy there, John, John Duncan, you know him. Yep. He persuaded me to sign up for a half marathon. I'm like, okay, sure. Wait, we'll John, John runs? Well, he did. I don't know. He kind of backed out of the half marathon. He decided to go to Vegas instead. <laughs> um, I I I would be with John. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah no. So I ran that alone, and I just trained up through the winter because that's a February race. So it's running in Bruce County in the winter, oh, yeah. in the winds and the snow, and it's like, well, this is actually nice being outside. I never thought running outside in the winter would be fun, but it's really actually, enjoyable. Actually, I've been doing uh, about three to five k walk every morning with 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 my my wonderful dog yeah and the only reason i know that is because um of pokemon go <laughs> oh you play that i'm told i should get my son into that yeah it is it my kids love it because they can play it they're walking around they're doing the outside thing but we live right beside fancy college right so there's about 20 pokestops there oh yeah so they just walk with the dog me me and the kids walk walk around, and everyone on campus knows exactly what, what we're doing now. They tell us, oh, there's an Onyx over there, or, hey, I just char- saw a Charmander Mander in that parking lot. Then, of okay. course, my four children sprint across the road into a parking lot, and... Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, just don't What's get run EX? down. Uh, Onyx. Onyx. What's, well, is there an EX, though, as well? My kids always mention an oh, EX. Oh, God, I don't... I they don't, might not be reading it right, mind you. I, 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 don't, I don't... Oh, yeah. My boys have a stack about, about, about yay big. 
Yeah. And then Christmas time's coming, so they're going to have another stack about yay big. So. Hell's right. They're not cheap, those cards. Nope. That's why they, my boys work for for what they get. Yep. They don't, they, don't get, they don't get chores. You don't do your chores, you don't get uh, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my cat is bugging me right now. Get away, cat. That's what cats do. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. No, I got I I got two. Uh, if if you heard the podcast with Brent, you can hear my dog chasing the freaking cat in the background. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so what's been the highlight highlight so far for doing the tri, triathlons or getting back in uh, shape, and, shape and stuff? Ooh, the highlight, I yeah. guess. Well, I enjoy the training a lot. Getting out in the, the lake, swimming, and then just going really far on your bike is fun. Yeah. But definitely the highlights, the race, the race day, that build up that energy in the morning, right? You wake up pretty early, and then, you know, your your blood is, you know, going through the veins pretty hard. Everything's come down to that moment. So when the bell goes off, that's pretty exciting. You go out like a, a gunshot. Yeah. Um, but I think what I really enjoy is crossing the finish line with my family there. That is nice. Yeah, and they're all do a few, and they're all cheering on their dad, right? Yeah, they think it's great. So, yeah. um, Bellwood was nice for that. They did a Bellwood sprint, and when I, they actually showed up just as I was crossing the finish line, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, it's also nice when you're racing with people you know. Like I'm in a triathlon club. You know, you just you get to be around those people as they finish as well and celebrate the race. Yep. So you do feel that sense of accomplishment, like. I don't know, it's hard to describe, I guess. The but just runners, how, what the... you've put your body through can get quite emotional. Oh, yeah. So when I, I ran a marathon there in Niagara, and that was just grueling, right? Wasn't was, wasn't that the one that was really hot? No, it was the opposite. It was four degrees and raining oh, okay. with a northwest wind going 30k yep. an hour in your face. And actually, I broke down in tears at the end there because it was kind of that, it got to that level of emotion. Yeah, because you know you see that on the, on the TV yeah. lots with they the Olympians or whoever, and I understand now what it what it uh, came down to because like you trained I don't know up to I trained sixteen weeks for that that marathon through the summer. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of runs where I put my body through a lot of pain. Um, you know, going out when it's thirty plus degrees in the sun, running twenty five to twenty eight k, sweating, losing you lose five pounds of water just on that run and all those all that energy built up to that day and uh it was october 30th and then just to put out that maximum output for that long for me like at my level and set a personal best so i smashed my goal my goal is 325 i smashed that i got into the under 322 oh yeah and uh but at the same time with the elements the way they were it was just grueling because i was soaked my shirt yeah. was drenched that's the first time i ever had uh like to the point where your nipples are almost bleeding on a run, you know. Right. You're talking. <laughs> you put your body through hell. Actually, I looked up, looked up some of some of some of that stuff. Um, I was going to make a lot of lot of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, there, I saw a discussion: um, Vaseline versus duct tape. Oh, for <laughs> nipples. Yep. Yeah. That's. Um, I've heard that being a problem with guys, mm-hmm. and like I had not experienced it till then. But like that's. I think it was a unique experience where it was raining and cold at the same time. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, it was grueling. But you learn a lot on a race like that. You learn how to pace or what you – that was my first marathon. So I got another one coming up in uh, three weeks or something 
We're going oh, yeah. down to Disney for a Disney marathon. But uh, oh, cool! You definitely you um, gotta run a smart race. There's a bit of science in racing as well. It's not just go out and like, especially in an endurance race. So like, uh, yeah, because you can't from, like, do a half Ironman up. Because with it, you can't just go out and run as hard, fast and hard, yeah. and hard, hard as you can because you're gonna drop. You gotta start start at a jog, get get your body going a little bit. Get the muscles worked up. Speaking, you gotta do that, and you gotta understand. You have like a marathon is like forty plus kilometers, yeah. so you have to pace so that at the end you don't bonk or you don't slow down a lot. And that's what hit me with that race. Whereas I was running like a four under a four forty pace there for the majority of it, and then the weather combined with the inexperience of racing after about thirty three kilometers, I started to slow down quite a bit. Yeah, and that's what I learned. Uh, I hit my nutrition okay, and that's another thing is new race nutrition is just, you know, you got to find what works with you, but I didn't realize how many calories you need to take in when you're doing a triathlon or a marathon. You have to, you have to consume, otherwise you will, they call it uh, bonking when you don't take enough sugar or salt in, and that's, guys start twitching and stuff, right? That's right. where the danger can lie in some of these uh, events, but so you got to hit your fluids right, hit your um, nutrition right, and all that well there's books and books on that kind of stuff but yeah. i think i figured it out for me what works for, with me yeah no my brother-in-law is actually going to be going to be helping help helping me out he's a like he can he keeps telling me these stats he's a fast long he's a fat sprinter long distance guy and he also lifts weight yeah like he can he can bench like no he can squat 400 and yeah and he's telling me all these stats and to me i'm like oh that's great i have no idea what he's talking about (laughs) (laughs) is that a lot i don't know i i I don't know i can't hey man i i do yoga i do the stretching (laughs) yoga is so good oh man like that's something triathletes do because if you ever watch how a triathlon guy rides their bike or girl they're on the arrow bars right have you ever seen that yeah and you're hunched straight over and so yoga is just wonderful to be able to maintain that posture because that's a very aerodynamic posture so you need a strong core you need that Mm -hmm. flexibility i do yoga because my back's messed and it helps me get kind of get get through through the day Uh, i've been doing the ddp yoga again and hoping i keep 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 up at it this is this oh, is, like Diamond this Dallas Page, like he—that's what he uses to rehabilitate alcoholics and stuff. Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You, yeah, I heard he's like really good at. You uh, gotta look up the program, man. I thought I honestly looked it up because I seen this uh, YouTube video of a guy named Arthur. He was because I was just looking up for anything because my knee was so bad at the at the time. I was in constant pain. I was putting the weight on. I think I ballooned up to about two sixty to two seventy. Yeah. And um, I had to figure out something, but I couldn't. I couldn't do the weights because my wrist does this. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't hold any bars, or so I thought at the time. I was just really down on on myself. And then I found the DDP yoga, and it it helps. I should look that up. I'm always interested in some more yoga programs. Honestly, so. it's um, yoga, rehabilitation techniques, and old school callus cal, cal, calisthenics. There you go. The word I yep. cannot say. <laughs> Those are all great things. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing I, I like to incorporate with the triathlon training is, like, additional weight training and yoga. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. the guys I train with, they're just exclusive cardio machines. But I find if you mix everything in, you just get stronger, right? Yeah, so. because um, because of the yoga, I can actually stand on my left leg by 
by myself now. I don't need to wear braces at work. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I, I. I don't need to wear a brace. The only time I wear a brace is if I'm helping some somebody move, just in case, because I. Okay. I. I can actually do that now. I can. Do you know fancy words like namaste and stuff like that? No, actually, they take all of that crap out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. That's the key to that program. He's like, it's non-spiritual and. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm still a Catholic boy, and um, I, oh, yeah, I, I can't be doing that. Soul to uh, the devil. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the devil is named Kali. I think that, that, wasn't that a Tenacious D movie? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking right uh, now of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, okay. The guy rips out the other guy's heart in the name of Kali. Oh, I just watched that. Kali Ma. Kali Ma. Kali Ma. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ben Kingsley. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, not 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 the Temple of Doom, but kind of back on the topic here. Um, what is the recovery process like with blisters, sore muscles? Have you ever been injured while actually on on a on a race and just pushed uh, pushed it through? Or is it all all injuries happen during uh, training? Um, I've been pretty fortunate with injuries. So definitely had blisters when I started running, and that's a shoe or a sock thing you can address. So I needed a wider toe box in my shoes. I had like this one blood blister on my left foot for the whole duration of training, and it just boiled down to the sock and knee shoes I was wearing weren't the right fit for my foot. So I switched yeah. to Brooks. The blister went away immediately. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, blisters. Otherwise, I get. You gotta spend the money on good socks. Go yeah. to a running shop. See, I would, I would, as a non-running guy, I never would have thought of how socks matter. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And that's just talking to more experienced people. Like I work with, like I said, that Ironman guy. Yep. I also work with a girl who does ultra running, ultra marathons. So like you're talking fifty kilometer or fifty mile plus marathons, and they're wonderful resources. So they're a bit crazy, those two people. <laughs> um, I find I find ev- everyone who's passionate about something is a little crazy yeah like, oh yeah you get obsessed with it like me sure. you know i'm obsessed with transformers toys and mm-hmm. all sorts of comics and craziness right that's my thing i know other people um it's come more into the mainstream now but you've known me since what the mid the mid 90s yeah probably 95 ish 95 you yeah. you know i've kind of been a comic book guy all that time oh yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was just... Um... Comics and trench coats, right? <laughs> Actually, Blaine brought the trench coat up the other day. Oh, and patchouli oil? Yep. All right, let's actually get off topic and let's tell that tell that story. <laughs> Which story? Patchouli um, oil? Yeah, how your mom was going going to kill you because of my coat. Oh, well, maybe you should tell it because I, <laughs> I don't remember... <laughs> the ins and outs of it but oh no i think it was yeah it was um i think i came over and uncle don oh yeah oh yeah uncle don's past eh? don't know if i if i've told you that but no sorry hear that when did that happen oh years a years a years ago now his liver just uh gave out oh shitty yeah oh no i just was uh, thinking uh, thinking thinking about him now but Mm mm-hmm yeah, he was an, an an interesting guy. Gonna do a podcast on him eventually. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. What well, anyway? Back back on a on a topic. He was um, he would put patchouli oil on all my jackets, whether yeah. I a- I asked him to or not. 
because he, I said, oh, hey, what's that? Oh, Perjulio. And then he grabs his file out of his pocket, puts it all over my jacket. It, ah, it's a good smell for you. I'm like, okay. Smelled, if anyone knows what patchouli oil is, might smell a little bit like pot. Just a saying. A little bit. Yep, might smell smell a little bit like marijuana. So I go to Jeff's uh, Jeff Jeff's house, and his mom comes in, and she smells my jacket because this thing reeks. It is just terrible. So and then she comes up toward Jeff and just just going on him, uh, rips a strip off of him that him and his friends are smoking pot and doing it on the property and this and that, and I just kind of which all is true. <laughs> It is, it is true, yes. Aside from the patchouli oil, it was yeah, true. But, we um, just weren't doing it at that point. We weren't doing it at that exact moment in the time. <laughs> but, we um, waited for them to leave. Yes, which your, your, your parents were the only ones that went away for like weeks out of, your, out, of your, out of your time, which was fun. So I think it's the only time I've ever stood up to anyone's parents and just go, I'm sorry, it's my jacket. It's patchouli oil. My uncle put it on it. <laughs> I think that's what you're 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 smelling. Please stop yelling at Jeff. Yes, this is getting quite uncomfortable with you yelling at Jeff. Yes. <laughs> then she like that is oh. the story of my childhood. Oh yeah, and then there were my lovely parents who wouldn't. I I I, I think they only no, noticed I was gone if I was gone gone for like a week. <laughs> yeah, your parents were pretty relaxed. Yep. Your uncle Don tore a strip off us, but that was. <laughs> that's because we were stupid kids. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I I think that's the most mad I've I've ever seen him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was upset for being woken up. Good sleep. Oh yeah, we were all. I think we were all all quite drunk at that time. Drunk high and filled with pizza. Yep. Oh god. Did yeah, you that. Go to those yeah. Train tracks. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think that's that night was the only time I got grounded twice for something. Because okay. I threw up. Double jeopardy. No, no, I threw up. In the bathroom, yes. left left a mess. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. I forgot I threw up down the heating vent. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so about three or four months later, when the heat kicked on, <laughs> oh. I got grounded again. That's disgusting. Because <laughs> I, I I was kind of blackout drunk and I just kind of kind of passed out there. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh god. Well. Yeah, it was like <sighs> typical Friday nights at Justin's house. Yeah, because there my. Was a good couple months where that's all we would do nice to look forward to a lot watching movies and getting really high yep smoke smoking the pot watching watching movies getting a uh, pizza from double double yeah always double double though i don't know why and i then, don't know i remember being really good though oh it was and yeah. and also cheap yeah just i i think we learned never to order the salad from there oh who eats salad anyways yeah, I know. Actually, my morning breakfast now is a spinach spinach banana smoothie. Oh. Yep. Sounds great. And coffee. <laughs> um, so you want to talk more about injuries? or? <laughs> yeah, sure. Once again, editing is a great thing. <laughs> yeah, right. What do I got here? I've had, so yeah. uh, your IT ban, as you increase the mileages, some people can uh, have that injury. And that's just, it's a band that runs down the side. The, ex the posterior will save your leg and uh, makes you limp. Runs from your hip basically down to your, past your knee, into your shin there. Yeah. And it can be quite painful. So that one I had, but uh, just stretching and rolling it out. So it's more just a repetitive use injury. Yep. Had shin splints, 
which I didn't know what they were. I was actually worried I had a fracture, but it turned out just on my marathon training because of how many miles I was putting on. Yeah, those things uh, those things freaking hurt. Oh, yeah, they did. But during a race, the worst I've had is just uh, like a, a, a cramp. I'm pretty good on races on race day. Yeah. But uh, you do cramp up, and that's, you know, indicative of maybe not consuming enough water or fluids. Yeah, because... Because it usually happens to me on the run. And yeah, yeah, it's probably because you weren't drinking enough on the bike. So I gotta ask though, why do you think they don't put the swimming at the very end? <laughs> it's where you can die. Yep. Uh, Most likely to die. You don't want to be too fatigued in that water. Oh yeah, I just but. I just find that find that joke really funny. I know it's stupid, <laughs> but I find it funny. <laughs> it would be more refreshing that way. Oh yeah, just like dive in. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And the the swim is the. The thing that gets cancelled the most. So I've been at a race where the, the Godrich in the lake was just way too rough. Like you're talking, you know, f- a meter and a half swells. And they oh won't let God. you swim in that. It's just no. too dangerous, right? Yeah. And you don't want any. Like if you because... ever swim in a rough lake, you just oh, get yeah. nauseous. That's one thing too. Like yep. the first time I did the race, I swam. And then I got to my bike. And I remember bending over to put on my shoes and I just about puked on my feet just oh, yeah. from that seasickness you get yep oh yeah <laughs> they're rocking get used to that I know it's not not the same but I remember I used to swim swim across Guelph Lake and then and then back from yep. one of the beaches I remember doing it one time I swam there I swam halfway back and then it's a little lake so it doesn't get uh get really wavy or anything but it went from being pristine to having these like let's say six inch waves and it was such a big 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 difference it took me i think oh yeah for sure god i think it took me about a half hour to get back in mm-hmm. yep that can slow you down for sure yeah the only thing That's, i've I ever did a triathlon at guelph lake actually the guelph lake sprint there last fall oh yeah wasn't much water left in that lake though that was a problem Hmm. Just remember how dry it was last summer, right? Yep. So. Oh, last summer was was awful. So how much? Going to ask you about a about 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 your job, your job now. I think you okay. have a very very interesting job. What uh, what exactly do you do you do up there? I work at uh, Bruce Power, which is a. Here's my cat, by the way. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. So it's a nuclear power plant there. Candy reactors big station four reactors one common unit one fuel handling unit worked there since 2010 and i'm an operator but i work in the control room now i went up uh, went that route yeah. and i basically am a panel operator so i don't know the best way to describe it is what homer simpson does i think thank that's you essentially <laughs> what that's what it was going for <laughs> and my life does mirror homer quite a bit other than the being fat and hanging out at a bar i do have three kids cat and a dog and work at a power plant yep so ah, thank you <laughs> my pleasure hell yeah but, uh, yeah it's i don't know it's your typical industrial environment oh yeah hey man just the biggest machines you can imagine so when yep. you're talking and then i don't know what the equivalent is in jumbo jets something like a thousand jumbo jets would be one one uh, reactor unit kind of thing in power yeah. so just imagine that yeah they're big devices. The plant itself is, oh, almost um, a half mile long or a bit more than a half mile long. Oh, wow. So it's just massive. I work in the common unit, so that's one thing that's unique to um, Canadian stations. 
is yeah. because they're multi-unit stations. There's one common unit that sort of uh, fills the needs of the four reactor units. So it provides uh, well, the common services that re- are required for each one of those reactors. That's where I work. So I don't, I'm not on a reactor itself. And uh, Blaine wanted, this is a question actually from Blaine. Because we were we were talking 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 about you and for your job. How often does does Kathleen Wynn come in and poke you with a stick to work work harder? Work harder? Never. <laughs> nope. She just keeps uh, giving us lots more money. Hey, hey, we that's love, we hey. love the government at our work. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Like the pub, <laughs> as they call it a public-private partnership or something like that. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm just. Probably, like, I don't know how the whole system works, and I kind of. I, yeah, I don't know. It's like smoke and mirrors to me, or electrical hey, system. Hey. <laughs> and I work in it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a job, you do the job. You yeah. you have you have your panel, you got the donuts, it's all, well, it's all good. We do get donuts on Sunday, that's true. Oh, okay, Can't hey. Can't them at the panel, unfortunately. No, because uh, as we've seen from The Simpsons, if you get donut crumbs in the panel, uh, there will be... Bad things happen. Yeah, meltdowns and such. Actually, speaking of cartoon characters... I work with a guy who looks just like Peter Griffin. <laughs> like, he is remarkable. He is this big, he's a big lad, right? Oh, yeah. And he's got, like, the little glasses and the big chin and, like, the, the reddish, crushed, uh, <laughs> close-cut hair. It's, just, it's amazing. I, when I, he's on a different crew, but when he picks up overtime, oh, yeah. I literally spend 12 hours looking at him, like, just, uh, like, Peter. Can I please take a photo? <laughs> Can we do a selfie? If only I could bring a cell phone into work. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you, you can't. Due to security reasons and all that, right? Actually, we found out it's, it's the security could give two shits about it. <laughs> you can find everything you want about our plants online, right? It's oh, yeah. pretty public information. Yep. It's, management doesn't want to deal with people on their phones, so they just use it. They just basically have a policy. Don't You can't bring your cell phone in the station. So. Okay. And they kind of hid behind security on that one, but it's not. And yeah. I understand where management's coming from in that sense. They, it's Trust easier me. not to have to enforce something if you just say you can't At bring my job, I, that's my biggest thing. Get off your phone. Get off. Yeah. Well, I'm not busy now. I can give you something. To get off oh, your yeah, phone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Get off your phone. And I'm not <laughs> not innocent in any way, shape, or form. I'm terrible for being on my phone, whether I'm yeah. home or there. And I get a lot of crap from the kids and kids and also the dog. Yeah, my dog will howl, howl at me if I'm on my phone. Like, arr, arr, arr. Got a friggin' husky lab mix with the husky talking. Arr, 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 arr. I'm just like, ah. Oh. But love this of this dog. Yeah, she's we got her as a rescue. She was skinny as a freaking rail, wouldn't wag her tail, was trying to bite at us, bite at the kids, and now she's can't imagine without her. Like her and her and Spencer are in are inseparable. Spencer's the like, cat. No, Spencer's my son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Alfred, Alf, Alfred's the cat. Alfred's the Alfred, cat. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> You need to name your kids like I did. Like, call him Justin's son or something, so I know it's your son. Oh, yeah. Like a Jefferson, uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> People saw through that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and do you want to play 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 a game? Right now? Yeah. Um, I got a new thing on the podcast. Gilmy's 10 quick questions. They're just one, one or the other. Shoot them off real, real quick. First one. I can give it a go. First one. Dog or cat? I guess cat. Iron Maiden or Judas Priest? Don't know who either are. No. 
<laughs> Iron Maiden. I like those shirts. Okay. G.I. Joe or Transformers? Uh, G.I. Joe. Okay. I was in the reserves, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, north or south? South now. <laughs> Justice League or Avengers? Oh, I like DC. You know, I've been reading, when I read comics, I seem to go to DC lately. Yeah, really same. enjoy DC. Yeah. So we'll go with uh, Justice League. I'll be the Flash. You can be uh, Aquaman. Oh, cool. I can talk to, I, I can talk to fish. Talk to the fish. Okay. Aquaman hauls ass, man. If you he watch does. Flashpoint, hey. holy fuck, that guy destroys. Yep, he does. I can't wait for the Justice League uh, a movie. Actually, I'll get you back on when it uh, comes out. We'll do a uh, review or something. Sure. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Summer or winter? Summer now. <laughs> Summer now. Have you looked outside? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, in, for I'm in London, Ontario, and we have a foot. How much? Yeah. How much do do you guys yeah. got there? We're probably. A foot, maybe a little bit more, and like when I came off nights last night, I had to blow a foot out of my driveway so I could just get home. You know? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, winter sucks, but it's part part of being being more Canadian. Right. I think it makes you appreciate the summer more. Yes. Yeah, because I cook outside every day. I am home during the mm-hmm. during the summer. My barbecue yeah. is. I love this thing. Wonderful. All right. Yes. Uh, boat or plane? Plane. Uh, books or movies? Comic books. Yeah, same. What do you think of Doctor Strange the Oath? I enjoyed that uh, comic a lot. Yeah. I'd like to read more Doctor Oath. I'm uh, sorry, Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I'm just letting everybody know Jeff is doing this podcast after about three hours of sleep because he's, yeah. he's on nights. And, hell yeah. Uh, beer or wine? Beer. I'm actually more of a wine guy lately. Yeah. But, well, like, we're in like the golden age of beer brewing right now with all these uh yeah the micro breweries and all this so much out there it's just oh. it's like a, i think i think we can do an entire podcast just on beer like um oh, i think you can do a series on beer i think in fact jesse yeah. stanson would be an excellent guest for that being an amateur brewer and a very good one yeah actually have you tried any of tom green's beers his uh, I had the his one, uh match with Bo, right yeah uh the tom yeah, green uh, the milk stout was really, really good. Yeah, that might have yeah. been the one I had. Yeah. I know I've had one. I it's, forget which one. It it's a giant bottle and yeah. Yeah, yeah, it cost really like good. six bucks. Or yep. Oh, it it was good though. And last but not least, boxers or briefs. Well, uh, you gotta combine the two into a boxer brief because that's what I wear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need same. The, the support and, <laughs> and yet the space. I'm a chubby guy, so I like the boxers. So my my thighs don't do don't do a chafe. Oh, true, yes. Yep, that's about it. All right, and those are the questions. Once again, Jeff, yeah. And any questions for uh, me? Any questions for Justin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing, because well, I'm a boring-ass dude who's just asking others no, questions. Well, I was going to ask about your kids and whatnot. But oh, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't know. So what's it like raising your kids Catholic right now? Difficult. Yeah. Yep. We try to go to church as much as we can. We can't. Yeah. We're not every Sunday people because I work on the weekends job, a lot. Yeah. 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 Same but, mode as us. Yep. Yeah. But it's actually Cecilia just had her first reconciliation, which mm-hmm. was which was nice. Uh, we went just with her. We mm-hmm. left we left the other kids at home, so it was just a nice parent and. It's what we've done for everyone's reconciliations because the one-on-one with the parents so we can actually explain why that's important, why it's a part of our faith, why we need we need to do it, whether we want to or not, because it's good for the soul. Yeah, that's a 
Miss Catherine's doing hers right now, too. She just had hers a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's much different than when we were kids. I don't remember my parents. Like, we had to go once a week with her to the parish, yeah. even. And, like, I don't remember doing that with my parents. I just <laughs> remember sh- I remember showing up and my dad's my dad hitting me upside the head, telling me to shut up. Yeah. Because... Uh, <laughs> shut up and listen. Yep. Uh, very different, but... It's very different raising raising the kids now, eh? Well, with, with I, that I, regard, I don't know if, I, since I lived in a small town where I remember all the teachers being at the church, all the kids being at church, and yeah. it was just a continuation of your school, it seemed, whereas now we go and there's just us and a, some old people, it seems. Yeah. And then even with her first communion coming up, the priest was complaining, he said, there's 30 kids registered in that school, St. Joseph's, and he's only got eight registered for first communion. Oh wow! And it's kind of—he's, I think, a bit baffled by what what's going on. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on either. But. Yeah. Um. Neither one of us are a priest. We just we try to go. Um. I think the Catholic Church has been taking a good beating in the media the past couple couple years. Mm-hmm. And ever since John Paul II, there mm-hmm. hasn't been a really like. Don't get me wrong. I love the Pope now. The guy after John Paul Benedict. Benedict. I think he. He put out some wonderful, wonderful writings, yeah. but he wasn't a good face for the Catholic Church after John Paul, I think. Yeah, it's a tough act to follow. Yeah, that's. But maybe that's why Benedict was there. They only wanted somebody for a, like a like a little bit. Right so now, the next guy's ready. yeah, because right now I think the Pope is doing an amazing job. He's definitely more of a throwback to JP. Yeah, like more charismatic like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a pretty big deal, like, when John Paul died, looking back. We were in our mid-20s at that point, but yep. he was such a, a figure for us growing up, right? Oh, yeah, because he was always there. He was. And I think us being, I, I can honestly say, we're probably the last generation who got raised without social social media. Yeah, the bulk of our formative years without it, for sure, because Facebook's a 2005-ish. Yeah. Somewhere and, in there, and we were already in our 20s, so I agree. And before that, there was MySpace and a couple other things where people were, there were camera phones and, and whatnot. Yeah, online Imagine, chatting was still, yeah, it like, was, there was like, pretty big, but it yeah, was, there was IC, like social media ICM now. and Messenger, but it wasn't, because I'm happy there are not pictures of me duct taped to things. Yeah. It's like haunting pictures that can just be thrown back at you. Yeah bring back some bad memories yeah well if we did ever bully you i'm sorry oh no <laughs> i said that the one time that maybe we were bullies to justin well, you hey didn't man say maybe. hey i yeah, was... i did the same exact thing well you know i've actually tried contacting Arik a few thing times through social media and stuff and i get nothing 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 back uh, back from him I know he's a busy guy, but I'm going to be trying again in about a month or two. Maybe, maybe, maybe getting getting one of these done. Just yeah, because he's... he'd be a good guy for it. Oh yeah. Like uh, as a photographer, he's done quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Done quite a bit of traveling. I keep sliding in this freaking chair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Actually, but, here uh, they I they're listening. Like I take mine. To... <laughs> nice. Oh, Jesse yeah. listened to your. Um, he enjoyed the one you just had, the conspiracy theory. He was telling me about that last night. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was entertaining. So. Hey, that's good. I, guess was, I, I had. I had. One. I downloaded I had, it. Had no idea he actually listens. <laughs> well, yeah, we all like uh, since you started putting these out. 
Oh, yeah. I mentioned it to them, the Just Nuts podcast, sent them the link, and then... Uh, well, thank you. Mark listened to the first one. He said it was, like, you, uh, he thought it was really well done, and you uh, made the the actor, what was his name? Was that Brent or something? Yeah, Brent. Brent Baird. Yep. Uh, made him shine, so... Because I'm, I'm friends with Brent. And also, editing my stuttering is the greatest feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just... That is so much fun. And I'm just going to just gonna wrap this up. Is it okay if I keep you on the video for a minute minute or two after? Sure. Yeah. Sure? Okay. I don't need to go anywhere. Okay. Okay, guys. This is, this is my, well, one of my best friends from high school, Jeff Cromasco. And I just want to say thanks for listening and giving me another shot. Thanks. Hey, guys. I just want to say thanks again for listening to Kill Me Talk. This was a conversation with my my buddy Jeff. I really enjoyed it. Didn't have a get. I haven't had a chance to really talk to him to him lately. But it was nice to were to catch up here about some uh, interesting things and had a fun time while we while we're doing it. Thanks for well, for hanging out, Jeff, and doing my first Skype. Uh, not Skype. It was over Facebook mess Messenger, but online interview. How eh, we had a lot of fun, caught up on some 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 things, and the guy almost almost had had me in tears there for 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 a second, believe it or, or not. But once again, check out all my previous guest guys. Go check out uh, Secret Santa. It just sold out on Amazon.com. You can still pick it up on Amazon.ca, which is pretty cool, and that's doing well. Thanks for listening. Well, good night.